Welcome to Cannabis School. I'm your host, Jesse Angelus. And I'm Brandon Elder. And we're here to talk to you about everything pertaining to cannabis, from vape, flower, edibles, strains, and everything in between. Hey, it's so good to see you guys. It's another week of yeah. Cannabis School. Welcome back. Yeah, and uh, we hope that the last strain review was awesome. And if you're just coming off an interview, it was pretty awesome, right? Hopefully. I mean, maybe it's your jam. Well, the numbers are showing that. Definitely, yeah. I, I'm seeing that. It's so many times we're being able to get that. But today we wanted to be able to go over another, more well, of an open one-on-one. We do. And first, I just wanted to take a minute and really thank you guys on Patreon. Oh, absolutely. Thank all, you guys so much. All of our supporters, everyone who's engaging with the community there, you know, just helping us get to know you better. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. So thank you, everyone. And for those of you who want to donate, every dollar helps us reach more people like you. Yeah. So go to Patreon. Link's down below. Again, thank you, Patreon supporters. Uh, we are very interactive there. So constantly asking questions and being able to directly interact with you all the time. So it's a great place. Thank you, guys. Yeah. And, uh, and this so- This week. Yeah, 101. It's uh, quite an interesting discussion because we've been talking about it often. Yeah. And I mean, I know that we are, we meet in the middle on a lot of these things and then we meet completely on the different sides. Yeah. Which is, I think is great. You know, having that open dialogue means a lot, especially when it comes to cannabis. But I think one of the hardest, I think the most difficult, when you read on any kind of open question, like how, when did you get into cannabis? Yeah. You'll read people saying like, you know, 21, 26, yeah. 18. Well, when did you? Me, um, very first time got into cannabis, I was 20 years old. Okay, I was 18. Um, but that that is a very common question of like, when do you start using cannabis or when do you feel it's okay to start using cannabis? Or maybe not even for you, but... For all of us parents, when is it okay for your kids to use cannabis? Because we had this discussion that's so many of those parents, you grow up and it's like, hey, you go to that friend's house because their parents want you to drink there instead of somewhere else because they yeah. would rather have you be that. And I've, I've never really felt like I was that parent. That's not really how I feel about it, my stance with alcohol. But like we discussed, alcohol is a regulated substance. Yeah. Cannabis is a whole nother market where we get things laced with fentanyl or vitamin E and people are getting hospitalized or or dying. Like it's things that are not clean black market products that maybe your kids are getting. Yeah. It's like uh, recently my son, he, he had come to me and he says, yeah, this friend of mine at school, he hasn't shown up. And the cops have been going around talking to all of us. Oh, wow. And I was like, what the, what was going on? He's like, well, he was a dealer. And I'm like, what do you mean a dealer? He's like, well, he, he sold pills and he sold mushrooms and he sold weed. And I was like, okay. And I said, have you ever taken any with him? He goes, well, he's asked me, but I never did. And I'm like, you know, you really need to be careful with that because out there now, there are so many of the different black market products, carts, 
um, with either too much vitamin E oil in there or whatever else they're putting into it. But they're also lacing this shit with fentanyl. And yeah. more, who knows what? Yeah, who knows what? Because they're just trying to sell shit to you. And you don't know what's being cut with. Now, I know for a lot of us that use flour, it's kind of a no-brainer. You you know when shit's been messed with. Yeah. Totally. The experience is way different. And you're like, yeah, that's But you that's can also right. see a difference in that one. You can almost smell a difference in it. But when it's in a cart or it's in an edible, which is fastest growing way to be able to consume cannabis, where you and I both are just like, whoa, you know, if, if you've been doing this for a while, okay. Like, yeah. which is really hard for a lot of people to wrap their heads around. They think, well, oh, if I eat it, it's easier. Even black market flour sometimes gets sprayed with distillate to yeah. increase their potency. Yeah. Then they're going, hey, I've got this really high potency stuff. Now you're just getting anxiety, like, to this person. Yeah, straight THC is not a good idea. And it's not really the real plant flower because then you're introducing that. And is and that it's foreign? Is the distillate in that form even clean and pure? Or is that also have something in there? And so it's just this there's no regulation for that. And so it's a different thing. But like I have you come to a stance on how where you feel on that yet? Like when you feel, is it okay to give your kid or provide them with a cleaner product because you know it's not laced with it if they so, are? Yeah, I mean, that's, it's actually, we, we've kind of danced around it. And that's definitely, yeah. that's what the title, that's what we're talking about today is being able to talk to your kids, not just about cannabis by teaching about it, because I teach my kids about it in, in, in a very, Same. very direct way, very simplistic way. And I asked them to come talk to me when they have questions about it. I asked my little daughter who's 11 and I said, do you think it's weird? I was in the backyard. I don't smoke my house. Um, but well, I don't smoke flour in my house, I should say. Um, but, uh, I asked her, is it, is it, is it hard for you to, that, um, I smoke cannabis? And she said, no, I think it's totally fine. She's like, it's just a little weird because people say that smoking's bad, but my dad smokes cannabis. But my dad, he's not a bad person and he's really loving and he helps a lot of people and he works really hard. So I don't see a problem with it, which is great to hear that from a young mind. Yeah. And then I've got my older son who, the way he comes to ask me, he's like, hey, dad, can I have some? It's ain't a Twix, bro. Yeah. Right? That's the way he comes Break at me. me up a piece of that kick Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the candy? No. And and we talk about it all the time on the show. It's about intent. It's what are you using it for? Yeah. And it will absolutely elevate you, which I think about that. I'm like, well, could it help him with certain things, right? It works with me with my ADHD. And in our state, you know, kids can get medical cards with certain circumstances. With approval of parents and a right. medical professional, yeah. And that might be an instance where that would be, but how do you, you know, do you test that? Do you, are you a parent with kids? Have you tested that? We would love to get your guys' thoughts as well. If you want to send us your thoughts, shoot us an email, shoot us a message on social media, um... I think there's even a voice message thing on the pay show page that you can send. Yeah. And even on Spotify, you can Yeah. Do that. So we would love to hear from you guys, just your thoughts on it. If you guys are parents, if you've ever thought about that or, you know, what your perspective is on it. 
Yeah, because, you know, what you had asked me, um, have you had that conversation? Have you had that consideration? Well, or have you landed on, like, where you feel you, you lie at this moment? Because um, it's a tough, really tough place to be. Well, I mean, there's the legal side. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't give my kid alcohol. No. Um, this is a mind-altering substance, but at the same time, I know what it's not and I know what it's capable of. But again, that comes back to intent. Yeah. And he's a teenager and his ideas are all about self. What do I get? What do I get to do? Um, and it's not anything wrong. It's just kind of teenagers. They're kind of coming into understanding who they are as an individual. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, part of me is like, yeah, I'd love for him to be able to feel more relaxed. But then I'm like, from what? Because his life is pretty chill. Um, and I, what it ultimately came down to was I just sat him down cause he kept asking me, Hey dad, can I, can I have one of those gummies? Hey, let me, let me have a hit off that pen. I'm like, do you even know how to smoke? He's like, yeah, you just, I'm like, no. I was like, look, I'm not, I'm not going to teach you that. And I said, but let's talk about it. So he, and I talked about intent, of course, and I'm not going to reiterate over that. We've already gone over that many times on the show. But I went into like, here's why you should avoid work smoking with any of your friends. One is you don't know where it's coming from. And if you don't know where it's coming from, I'm going to ask you the same thing. Would you pick, would you pick up food that was dropped on the sidewalk? And you don't know where it came from. You don't know who was eating it, let alone what's in it now, would you pick up that slice of pizza off the sidewalk mid-July going, well, it's warm. Maybe Mad Max time, right? Yeah, right. Like I would eat a rat. I would eat anything. I I would even, if if it came down to it, I'd kill my dog to eat just just so my family had sustenance. Yeah, totally would. It'd be hard. Yeah. But I would do it, you know, in that moment. But we're, we're in a world right now of a lot of convenience. We live in convenience. Yeah. It's awesome in many ways, and it sucks in others. So I told him, I was like, look, if you're going to pick that up off the ground and eat it, you know, you're not going to know where it came from. You're not going to know where it's trusted. And you don't know what it's going to do to you, right? You imagine your shoes. A lot of us take off our shoes when we come into a home, right? Depending on how nice it is or whatever. But if you think about it, if you have little kids, you're more prone to taking your shoes off because they're walking around on their hands and feet. Whatever shit you pulled in from on, off of your shoe oh, yeah. is now going to go in their mouth. Yep. I tend right to think of my mouth. children like that. I'm like, okay, but that's the other part that, that is in my head that you just said. Would you rather give him a product that's known? Clean. And clean. And or then I struggle. one that's black market and potentially lace. Right. And, and I told him about that. That's really tough because, like you said, for me, I wouldn't give my kids alcohol either. But if I knew they were using cannabis and it wasn't wasn't something that I knew what it was, would I want to provide something different because they're already using it? Or hopefully in that instance, can I educate them if I feel, hey, maybe you're not, or you know, intent. Hey, why is it you're, you're trying to use? Right. What's going on? What's going on that you're feeling the need to use this? Well, that's what I asked him. I'm like, what do you need it for? I'm like, uh, to pay attention. 
I was like, well, that's a that's an understandable request. Like, but I don't think he understand what that does means. Does it help him pay attention? Because that's what I would ask: is how does this? How do you see this helping you pay attention? Well, he goes off of what I use it for, which is typically to be able to focus and to get things done. And so it's that's easy because well, they see that perspective of of our use and our intent, and maybe they see that and go, "Hey." I struggle with focus. I struggle with this. Well, and I think it's just the delivery method. So I would be fine with a tincture or with a microdose edible, um, like Discreets, right? Yeah. They're Delta 9. Um, well, it's m- mostly hemp. Like it's yeah, got a lot that's more, what I'm saying. It's like, got a lot more CBD and other cannabinoids. It's right. got like 2.5 or 2.5 milligrams. Yeah, and that's and that's where I'm. THC. I I see yeah. it, and I'm like, would it hurt him? Probably not. Um, even those mints. You um, could try full spec. I mean, that's the same thing. Just a full spectrum gummy or a full spectrum tincture. Like that's, I guess, the same thing as those microdose ones because it's basically the same thing as that because of the percentages. I, I, would, I would say tincture or those the hard pressed ones. Yeah. I find that gummies are so missed misdosed like I, when we were getting our medical cards mm-hmm. um the gal behind the front desk was over there talking to me but she's like oh these ones are you know tested they can cut it up in the exact way and they get the right dose on all of that and that's not the way that food works um regardless of however that's why the gummy is a whole piece if it was meant to be in smaller doses they would have already done that and so when you you're supposed to consume the whole thing you could eat a portion of that gummy and then not not be anything in it at all. It could be That's a true. very trace amounts, but all of it could have sat on the bottom. Yeah. It's all collected in one section of that gummy. Now we have no idea. Yeah. But so it's, that's why you have a full gummy when people cut those up and it's like 50, eh, 50, um, if, if you're going to get the right dose, but then when they're hard pressed into those ones, they it's, it, it's, you know, plus or minus with each one, but at least it's a lot closer to that and understanding that when not like with full THC, right? Flower, would I give that to him? I, I would like to say that I would like to try doing that. But even one time when I told him, you know what, if you're in my presence, I'll do it with you. I chickened out. I was just like, I, I do not want to contribute to it. I was like, you know what? I think what we need to do is go every day with CBD and how that affects you. Yeah. And then we'll see what happens from there. But then at the same time, for me, it's, there's that legal barrier that I think about. What am I doing? What am I showing him? But at the same time, you know, we're educators here. We're, we're always talking about this. We're, we're content creators in the sense of we're trying to be able to put cannabis in a better light. And yet I'm afraid to have my son take it. And a lot of the reasons come from, who I am and what I use it for, as opposed to just somebody wanting to get high. If you're getting high, I tend to think that you're running away from something or you're trying to numb something, dull something. And it's not necessarily in the fashion of, hey, this is going to help me accomplish X, Y, and Z. Now, he could go to school, but that's going to last him one and a half classes, and then what? Then he's going to want to use more. Well, it depends on what it is. And potentially, like you said, maybe a tincture. And if you do that and it's CBD and that helps him focus, 
then, you know, maybe that takes away some of the anxiety and stuff. Because we think about it, and growing up, my life wasn't hard. Like in a sense, in, in a, a sense, because I mean, for other people on the outside looking in, they'd be like, "Brandon's got a pretty good life." Yeah, but and they would think that, and they you look at it and go, "Hey, you know, they might not have anxiety or stress or depression or whatever," because they just why would they? Their life's so easy, but yet it's you know we don't walk a mile or we don't we've never walked every mile in their shoes. We don't know what every thought that's gone through their head, everything for everything else. So I guess same with our kids. And maybe if we can help them just introduce it in something low, like a CBD thing, go, let's help you use this. Because you're right, I do use this for medication and stuff. And it helps me with focus or pain or stress or whatever it is that you're using that for. Yeah. But maybe because right now it's, hey, I don't know fully how this interacts with your young mind i would prefer that we start with like cbd yeah because we know a lot more that that doesn't have the same psychoactive effects so it's not going to have the same altering effects of like the hippocampus or anything that most of the thc is the concerning thing and even then all of the studies it's all dose dependent it's all high dose so if it's a micro dose is that harmful is that going to be b- bad or is it truly going to be beneficial? Because it's introducing cannabinoids into their endocannabinoid system that's probably not perfect anyway. Yeah, no, true. I, I see that. I see that point too. It's it's a hard one. Like I know. And I've seen the benefits of that for migraines, Mine for too. stress, for all of that. But I also want to give them, like, you know what? CBD is great. I mean, it's awesome for pain. It's awesome yeah. for anxiety. Uh, now I take it since we've been working with uh, Sun's Oil. Yeah, Sun's Oil stuff is fantastic. It's, it's amazing. I use it every day, uh, multiple times during the day. Oh, yeah. I've got a bit of a cold right now, but you wouldn't be able to tell, but I'm I'm hopped up on quite a bit of it and a little bit of DayQuil. Um, but ooh, ooh. I feel good. I feel really good, but it it's good for those parts. But I'll tell you what, THC, when my stomach is upset. Yeah. If I've got intestinal problem, which that's what we got. I mean, if you have a nut sub stomach, it means your intestines are upset, not your actual stomach. Your stomach's like right over here, and then your intestines are right over here, right? But when you have that, cannabis just takes that away. When I've had stomach bugs, when you've had stomach bugs. Well, supposedly cannabis is one of the only things that can help cure Crohn's, which with modern medicine is supposed to be an incurable disease. Right. I mean, it's completely manageable. It becomes, I mean, there are so many different things. Like if I'm overly anxious or I can't sleep, like I don't take sleep meds. I don't take pain meds typically. Yeah. I, you know, I will if, I mean, I've got a lot of real bad injuries too. And I, sometimes cannabis just doesn't reach it at all just every once in a while flare up like my acl tear like my shoulder yeah you know i got my lower back not as bad as yours but it's still there and it's it sucks but with cannabis it's manageable like i feel that the best attribute the best pre-workout is cannabis like i don't yeah i don't use uppers or a bunch of other stuff i use this so when i've got all these positives right here and and I've also have a son who's on the autism uh, autism spectrum, right? So he would be considered in the older one. He'd be Asperger's, 
upright, high functioning, knows a lot of stuff, but at the same time, he doesn't pick up on social cues. But I know that they've done a lot of studies with cannabis and autism, and it's been beneficial. It's true. So in those instances, it's just like any other medication, but with way less side effects. Right. And it is, I mean, it's just so taboo because of what everyone's been taught for so long. But I know there's tons of parents out there who who pro, like properly dose their children for certain things. I've read about it in tons of places. If you guys are comfortable sharing your story with us, we don't yeah. necessarily have to share it on air. Well, we don't have to say a name. I mean, yeah. the, the thing, like we as parents, we have this struggle. Do we gift them what helps us? And if we were past all of the, you know, it's like the old West, the old West was the last kind of anarchy free reign that we had as the United States, because then after that, it was a, it was a world of laws. That's what, it's <laughs> the C note, but it was a world of laws and we've fallen into that. So now when we look at that, it's not necessarily the fear of that one. It's what example. And I was thinking about it when you were talking. If we show an example of being productive, of being responsible, of not being belligerent, because I, I find it very hard to be belligerent on cannabis, but at the same time, it's real easy to get into the stony mentality, which is that's what... That's what the negative connotation is with those on the outside of cannabis going, oh, yeah, I had a brother. He smoked pot growing up. He's an idiot. Oh, yeah. That was always like smoking cannabis was you're an idiot. For sure. And, you know, that didn't even have to come from the drug war. That well, came from our own culture. Yeah. Well, you think, um, did you go to that family gathering of all the cousins that we did? You were there. Yeah. For everyone at home, I'm rocking the Dab Tech Trio. Which is fantastic because it's like the perfect device for concentrates. You can do a 510 thread. You can do this little oven with it. Or you can do the, like the dab straw and just bring your little puck and do it on the go in this fantastic canna-style bong. Yeah, that is way cool. We were going to use this one. We'll do it in another episode. It's dad. The utility. Utilian. Utilian. This is an amazing dab rig. Um, cool part. It. This is the coolest part. This little tool here, that you put your, your dab on, you put your wax on it, and then when you put it in here, kind of just seals itself, a little rubber thing that's yeah, magnetic. you just set it in there. You don't even rub it on the side. Which is totally different because most bangers, you're going to have to rub it in drips there. drips right down into the center of it. From the heat, and it's super cool. It's super unique. Yeah. As you can see there. Um, oh, I love the feel of it, too. It's oh, yeah. It's cool. got that texture. It almost mm -hmm. feels like a... I don't know. It's yeah. so cool. But um, we'll have it on another episode. Yeah, we'll get back to that. But like I was saying about family gathering, like you said, it's the mindset of what's been taught. We're just culture. And so my cousin was like making all of these jokes about how, you know, using cannabis makes you dumb. And who, who was that? Right. Oh. And just <laughs> making like joke after joke because it's just what is. So well, that's what was perpetuated mm -hmm. for a very long time. And, and, but it wasn't just perpetuated. It was actually shown. Oh, like yeah. most This is your brain on drugs. This well, is not your brain that. on marijuana. I'm talking about the people I knew in high school. Those guys were idiots. I didn't know anyone in high school who smoked weed. 
Well, yeah, I mean, consider so I when I went I went to public schools and uh Brandon's fancy, he went to um I got kicked out of my <laughs> high school for not going to class yeah. and my parents didn't want me to go to the troubled kids school, so I got sent to a private school. Yeah. And, and I mean an totally LDS different. based private yeah. school. So it was a awesome. religious one. It was yeah, Fantastic. I don't think I would have. I would. I don't think I would have stayed with the religion after that. Which is interesting because now I do not follow any sort no, of absolutely in the slightest. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's it's kind of funny. I mean, you think like, oh, that's gonna really help you. That this like probably <laughs> absolutely pushed you away. And I was the only one out of my family to go there, and I was the very first one to leave. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, I mean that's that's super funny. No, uh, but going back to that, it's that that it, it also. What makes it really funny now is that that comment made by, you know, our cousin, uh, he, it's not his fault, but at the same time, it is his fault because it's so prevalent in the world today. And again, that's some of the reasons why when we had talked about this, you know, starting this up and, and being involved in cannabis before we started this, it's, we wanted to get rid of that culture because yeah. that hurts us more than anything else. And I think that still sticks in my head. It's not that I'm contributing to that one, is that I don't want to contribute to that type of... Mindset. Yes. And to that type of um, perception that is coming off and going, hey, I'm a stoner. Yeah, but because there's nothing wrong with being a stoner. No, there's not. But it's just in the tent at it's the It's the connotation that is like around it of like stoners are bad people. Right. They're not. No. Dude, it's like every time we've gotten, you know, when the times we've gotten people together here mm -hmm. and we're all smoking, it's awesome. Oh, it's amazing. Those Great are, conversations, a lot of laughter, a lot, lot of, of love. Lots yeah. of love always. It's so yeah. cool, right? And then you switch that and have a bunch of booze. There's oh, it's wild. stupid shit going yeah. on, random people hooking up. Someone's boobs are out. Yep. Who knows? And wor worse than that one, people are doing dumb shit and getting themselves hurt. You don't yeah. see that with cannabis. And that's what I love about it. But then what is always associated with it? Well, it's a gateway drug. I think that's horse shit. And people constantly being able to say it's a gateway drug. The first thing I ask them is, oh, so you've used cannabis. Right. And they go, well, not me. And I'm like, oh, okay. So you're an expert because. I'm like, actually, I feel like white coats is a gateway drug to more prescription drugs and more prescription drugs and more prescription drugs. Well, so, then you go from prescription drugs. That's why you go to hard drugs because prescription drugs are so fucking mm -hmm. expensive. So then it's okay. So you tell me which is worse the cannabis that I use and function and. Or the synthetic heroin that you allow to be given to you by well, and pills. how many people who take actual pills are like, I'm in a fog, I'm not there, I'm like legit just gone. Yeah, and that's, I think that's the part too that really weighs on me as a parent, and, and I'm sure it weighs on you too because it's yeah. always that, I would love to be able to just give my kids cannabis without worrying about what the perception is for them. Not necessarily yeah. for me, because, for example, this is a funny story, and this all has to do with perception. When my son, my oldest son, Max, he's 16 now, when he was three or four, he was in preschool, and I was playing a video game on PlayStation 3 called Uncharted. You played that one, right? Yeah. And... 
Do you remember the publication company, what their name is? Naughty Dog, right? So Naughty Dog, my son doesn't know what I'm playing, but he asked me, what did that say on the, on the screen? Because it has a paw print. And yeah. I said, that's Naughty Dog. He says, is this hard? I said, it's very hard. For kids, it's very hard. And he goes, oh, okay. I take him to preschool one day, and he asks me right in front of the teacher, hey, dad, is your Naughty Dog hard? <laughs> <laughs> it's still an That's ongoing great. joke with me and my wife but oh my gosh. <laughs> in front of that woman what's the perception yeah some whole different you thing dirty of, mother yep. right like, what are you talking about in front of your kid yeah what are and, you doing in front of your yep. kid what, like, what sort him? of piece of shit are you right and you're like now all of a sudden they're calling chris hansen to bust me yep. like <laughs> and we've got to recordings of you saying that you're done naughty dog was hard like bullshit like yeah. that and so that is in my head when talking to my son if I, the perception of me giving him cannabis is it's not that i'm giving him something illegal what i'm giving him is an opportunity for him to be able to question me on what's okay and what's not okay well you've let me do this before dad so why wouldn't you let me do this and so I think that's where it stops me is his level of maturity is what keeps me from wanting him to be able to experience that. I know plenty of people who said, I've been smoking pot since I was eight years old. One, wow. where the fuck were your parents? Right. I wouldn't let my eight-year-old do that. No, Dude, no. my little Phoenix, one year older. Nope. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Even nope. Addie, she's 11. I'm like, no. Nope. Hard pass. Haley's 14. It's like, No. Yeah, I see that where it goes. It's the level of maturity that I think is there. And and the hard discussion is like, yeah. okay, so let's let's put into a hypothetical. I catch him using cannabis. Yeah. You catch Haley using cannabis. So Haley, what would you do? It'd be difficult, but at the same time I would ask her where she got it. Yeah. Not what to is bust it? the person, but more for quality control of like do you know what this is? Yep. Like, and this, it's the same thing. So, Addie's got ADHD. She struggles focusing. We go on rides sometimes. And then, I worry when she's not paying attention because I see that she's like wobbly or something. And my first thought is, she's going to eat shit and she's going to get really hurt. Yeah. And I don't want her to get hurt. And so, in that thing, I think it's the exact same thing of looking at it and going, I don't want you getting hurt. Yeah. What is in that? Like, because that's the parental thing in me of like, I want to protect my kid. I want to keep them safe. Well, I, I think about the times where I've taken too much and I didn't know my level. But, I didn't know yeah. where I couldn't go. But no kid is ever taught that either. No. And that's, okay, so this is a really funny story too. You remember that guy I told you about who caught his kid with carts? Mm -hmm. So the guy's an ex-cop from Seattle, right? Nice. We grew up together, but he was out there. Um, being a Seattle cop is no joke for all those Seattle people out there. Like, you know, you may hate the cops, but that's no joke. It's a very stressful thing. It it ruined this man. Um, he has severe PTSD to this day. And just because of the interactions he has. I, I'm a, I don't know if, you know, Seattle cops just like, you know, I don't know what that is, but my life's been pretty easy. But he's had a lot of traumatic things happen that he's been able to see. And it got to a point where it broke him. And so he didn't, I mean, he, he we grew up together. We drank together. 
but cannabis wasn't a big thing in my town growing up. There was a few people that did it, but those guys were perpetual idiots. Yeah. They're just hardcore stuff. What's up, man? This stuff's the plant, man. It's for you. It's from God. And like, fuck, shut up. <laughs> right? It was so annoying. But this guy, he 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 said, you know, he's telling me and he, he acts like he's like an old cowboy. He's like, Yeah, I caught my son with the some of that marijuana going out there. And all I'm thinking is like, why are you talking like an old person? Yeah. We're the right. same age. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? So I was like, all right, cool. And he goes, Yeah. And he's like, I caught him with you know, some of those, those, uh, those vape cartridges. And I'm like, oh yeah, how many? Three of them. How big were they? He gives me a measurement of a gram cart. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So he's like, yeah. Three grams of. So he's like, I I found them and I put them on the table in front of us. And I said, son, what are these? He was like, my son was scared. And he said, you know, um, dad, they're these. And he goes, okay, I'm going to teach you a lesson. And I'm all thinking, please don't. Please don't be that person who caught their kid with a pack of smoke says, you're going to smoke these all. So it'll break them of it, right? All yeah. I'm thinking is like, oh, cool. You're going to put your kid in an induced panic attack by doing that. Oh, so yeah. he's like, you know what I did? And I'm like, here it comes. I smoked all three of those right in front of him at the one session. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what? You're nuts, bro. Yeah, like I would never do that. No. And he smoked, I'm like, what were you doing? He's like, I was drooling, I was throwing up, I was hallucinating, and I'm like, you serious? He goes, yeah, and I talked to his wife, and she's like, yeah, he did that. I'm like, that's nuts. But that's the thing, you don't want to let your kid go through that. Like, your kid's not going to know, like, you know, and I don't want my kid going around like, you know, this guy's over there hitting a pen outside of class, and he's like, hey, dude, don't let it go to blinker because it's going to mess up your oil, or going, hey, how many times have you hit that? Well, that's about this much of a dose. You probably don't want to go too much further. No. It's like trying to tell Phoenix, like, only have one cookie. Yeah, right. He's like, it's not going to happen. All right. Well, as soon as you turn the back, I'm going to eat five. I don't know. Let us know your guys' thoughts. Yeah. It's it's a a hard topic, but definitely uh, let us know. Very curious. Yeah. It's, It's crazy. I know. All right. All right. Catch you all next week. Take care.